0: We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth,
1: Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture.
2: And pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging.
1: The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers and swearing. Passengers travelling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City.
2: <laughs> I'm like, I've got a fun fruit song for you. And I started playing Lemon Tree and he's like, that's not a fun song. No. I'm like, oh. what? <laughs> What's not so fun? So I played Peaches to him and he's like, that's not a fun song. Have you played Push a Little Daisies? Oh, I should play that for him next. I'm just trying to open his mind and like let him experience music. Not of his era. So, something other than the Beatles. So,
3: what's, what was a Lemon Song?
2: Um, and on. all that I can see is just a yellow lemon tree. Oh, and is, I wonder,
3: yeah, wonder. That's pretty marvelous. Yeah, I can see, I can
2: see his point. Yeah, when um. I was playing it, I was like, oh, this is not that fun at all. Mm-hmm. But um, Peaches is a little yeah, bit Peaches fun. Peaches
3: is a yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Did you play him Detachable Penis?
2: No, because I think it's too early to play uh, Detachable Penis. Mm. Um, yeah, he's not. We, we were discussing um, at what age we can show him mm. Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. so I think Detachable with pe- what you said, is after that. Right,
3: right. Yeah. How about the other um, King Missile song, Jesus' is Way cool. I don't think I even know that song. Do you not know Jesus is Way Cool?
2: You're older than me, so I think it's the. You're, you're-
1: that was the kind of spoken one, wasn't it? Was yeah, it was yeah. like, Jesus was way cool. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. I,
3: I've never heard this. Just one. Oh, no. oh, I just so want to go, hey, sorry, play Jesus is Way Cool. He'll probably play okay, like Jesus is All. Jesus was Way Cool, Viking Missile.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> we have success. How weird is that? This I is this like the one time? I probably have heard it.
0: Can we have the song uh, in like part of copyrights or do we have to cut this out? Probably up? play
2: about 12 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, Siri, pause. I don't think I know that song, but it it sounds rather cool because the, the only um, spoken word song I can think of is um, Wear Sunglasses. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. um, Was that the graduation song? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And
1: it, it had um, Quentin Tarver singing Everyone's
2: Free Yeah, in the from, from um, Romeo and Romeo and Juliet, Juliet yeah. Yeah, oh, classic movie.
1: Oh, well,
2: yeah. <laughs> was it like just such a huge Australian production? See, I didn't realise it was Australian at the time because I was a an idiot. <laughs> I was a dummy back then, so. But it's
3: funny, like spoken word songs are like you haven't had a lot of spoken word songs recently. I mean, yeah. hell. Um, That's what rap is. Well, I suppose so, but I mean, uh, you know, you think about that. You know, uh, um, "I'm an Asshole" uh, by Dennis Leary was the number uh, one song in the Hottest 100. Like one of the first Hottest 100s, I think it was the number one song. Yeah, and it was like uh, that was pretty much a spoken, uh, a spoken word uh,
2: song. Please tell me you know that song. Which one? Sorry, um, I got uh, completely
0: distracted by uh, two things. Two things. So I, I know the first was Robin walked past, which is one of your chihuahuas, and kind
2: of chihuahuas, chihuahua <laughs> looked, looked at us and then
0: just looked away and then walked off and i was like whoa what a look um she, she and just then, gave you the dirty and then second was cat just put um, uh, some paper towel mm-hmm. into her glass of water to, clean something. to clean something clean well, something because
1: so, lewis was sitting here before and he's a bit sticky out lewis
0: so 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 which song are we referring to uh, uh, asshole
3: asshole by dennis lurie
0: no, I've heard of Dennis Leary, but not asshole. Oh, like, well, wow! I've heard of asshole as a separate term, <laughs> <but> not. Like- <laughs> You've heard of
2: asshole. I'm, arse- I'm aware of assholes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> seen <laughs> a few in my day. Um, met a few. Yeah, we'll we'll have to play that for you later. Maybe not right now, but um, we'll have but to later. let you experience that. I'm surprised. I mean, I know you're younger than us, but
0: am I that young? That's that's the question. Am I that much younger? <laughs> Who knows? Obviously. There's lots of things that people say to me, Oh, you do you know this? I'm like, nah, but then I hear it or see it and I'm like, Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah. So it's just one of those things.
2: Yeah, I often don't know the names of like mm. singers or anything. But Someone yeah. said to me to that um there's a youth festival happening in Quinada and Kian is playing and he's like really famous for this song yeah, called Key Waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Kianu Reeves is that who you're talking about. <laughs> so it's spelled K I A N and I had to say to her I'm sorry how how do you say it? And I actually wrote down like key the, the 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 word key and then yarn like to like oh. wool uh. so i could remember how to say his name because you know if cool kids came and talked to me i had to be like yeah so kian's going to be playing it's going to be wicked cool oh. kian it's
3: going to be woke.
2: It's going to be woke. I um, and I think that word's now officially over. Oh,
3: no. I've, I've only Thank just, goodness. I've only just realized what it was. That's that was terrible. a weird word, woke. It, it is strange, though, that you get to a point like uh, where your your music is set in a particular time frame. And I'm sure there are people out there who just like every week it's kind of like, what's new? I want to listen to new stuff. I'm going to do that. And I, I thought that was me. And then I got to a point where I was going, no. Nah. It's uh, it's all like the '90s indie stuff. That's the stuff I like. Don't want to listen to anything else. Um, oh, actually, that's not really true. Uh, it d- depends on like what musicals been made about it, because that's another thing I like musicals. And so if there's a a, a jukebox musical, I'll uh, like the music in there as well.
2: I think it's a matter of like we listen to a lot of podcasts, so it mm. ends up not being. I find I find music through through movies now, mm. like you movies and TV about, shows. Yeah, Sifian have said it wrong yeah again, that's I? a bit
1: that i didn't get to say yeah. when i started talking about that because there was like a
2: whole reason
1: i wanted to talk about that that's how i find yeah. all my music now yeah it's like i go oh might see if there's a like a list or whatever and now i find it and i go i'm gonna listen to this for the next mm. three weeks
3: and, <laughs> and drive lewis nuts and having <laughs> having Surrey is like so much easier i mean if you remember back in the day we had to put on a tape or a record or a oh, CD. Had you rewind. had to actually go to a shop. Oh, my God. Yeah. And a record's even, like, you know, a tape is one thing. You've got to, like, open up the, the jewel case and take it out. Or a CD's the same thing. A record, it's like a sleeve. In a sleeve, it's kind of like, oh god! And he got to like wipe the dust off it and
2: stuff. Yeah, so I have a record player, and I still buy records. But anyway, that's all right. I'm I'm a weirdo. We... I'm not a. That's very in at the moment. The records.
3: They they are, and it, it makes me wonder, like, at, at which point people are just gonna go back to no tape is the best format. Uh, you got to listen to all on on cassette, uh, and and it's really good. And uh, my my friend Mark was giving away a lot of his VHSs the other day, and uh, he, he was giving away to a twenty year old guy. And I was like going, why would a 20-year-old guy give a shit about VHS? But apparently there's people out there who still like VHS. Back in. Mm.
1: So basically sometimes it's nice to hold on to things, but progress is also good.
3: Mm.
2: Hmm.
1: Which is kind of timely, would you say, with a little bit of the old International Women's Day happening today? Absolutely. Progress is good. Some of the old stuff, good to acknowledge. But um, let's keep moving on, people. (laughs) Moving on up. Yeah.
2: What? Luna. No, I'm just,
3: I'm just looking at our, our toilet rolls up there.
1: Oh, um, no, I thought we were going to get through the show yeah, yeah, yeah. without any mention of viruses and toilet rolls. No, no, no. no. I, I'm, just,
3: I'm just thinking, like, because the toilet rolls, like, because uh, we, we, look, we do not, like, go and to the shops and buy bulk toilet rolls. That does not happen. But... We buy toilet rolls from who gives a crap. And, and the reason for that is is because the money that they, they make for that goes to building toilets in the parts of the world where people don't have access to toilets because mm-hmm. having access to toilets and good sanitation uh, means that you won't die, which is very nice. And so when we do buy it, you've got to buy it in like boxes of 48. So twice a year, Kat and I will buy toilet rolls and we'll stick them up on the, the shelf up there and just use them as we go along. Uh, but... <clears throat> Oh, he has to describe how we're going to use them. As <laughs> we just use them as we go yeah. along. Yeah. Mm,
2: approximately <laughs> one per week. I don't <laughs> know. I'm two not, boxes uh, of forty-eight through 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 um a whole year. Yeah, that does seem
3: like mm. a lot, doesn't it? Maybe it was. No, no, I'm
2: thinking that doesn't seem like much at all. Really, you must be very conservative. Yeah, likers. that
0: seems pretty like good to me. Mm. But that's
3: that's like, like mm. what uh, two rolls a week or something like that. That's a, a, roll, good. a roll each a week. I reckon a roll each a week is probably about as much as you need. I think that's
0: pretty good. I mean, I've been in some places where they, you know, when I've shared houses with people and the
2: toilet paper just seems to disappear. Some people use a lot of paper. Oh, yeah. Mm. I get told off by my son if I, like, tear paper off for him when he's on the toilet. Mm. He goes, that's too much, mum. Don't waste it. (laughs) Because he must get told that at daycare. Oh, really? Sorry, I only gave you 3 Little squares, but I guess I'm supposed to just give you one. I don't know <laughs> the wow. new rule is, but, uh, yeah.
1: One's not enough.
2: Oh, it's definitely not because it'll just soak through, surely. <laughs> and um, then you end up with it on your hand.
0: I had to buy um,
2: tissues today, though. I went to the shops no. and there's no toilet paper. They don't flush. They don't break down as well apparently is, so yeah. there could be an issue with them but we do we
1: need to send you home with a couple of rolls
0: well I've got two rolls I just bought tissues just in case because the tissue yeah. is, are starting to go now as well so I was mm. like, I'll just get prepared and they're my backup but they're literally just a backup to be
2: fair I had to buy tissues the other day as well because we had two rolls left and I'm like I thought it was all just this big old joke we were joking about it at yeah. work I'm like how ridiculous is this and um and then I went to the shops. I'm like, oh, well, I suppose I better go and get some now because we've only got two rolls left just in case. Mm. And there was none on the shelf. I'm like, this is not a joke. That's but it's so hysteria. weird because it
1: doesn't cause diarrhea, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so...
2: I think people were freaking out because they thought that all of our toilet paper was made in China. Mm-hmm. I think it's only 40%. Yeah. And then the thing is, it just is a, um, you know, they hear other people are buying it's it out shame. and then people like me are like, oh, I better go buy some. <laughs> And then I go and buy some and there's none there. And then people are lining up today outside of some of our shopping centers, I've noticed, um, like as soon as they walk in. And I think, what about those poor people who live week to week mm. or like pensioners who, you know, can't run in to grab the toilet paper? Oh, exactly. You know, there's, um, I've got a friend who's got a, a little kid and they bought two boxes or two, like lots of stuff, and they're visiting um, an old people's village mm-hmm. and dropping them off. So, oh, okay.
1: So it was an old people because I saw that post and I was just like, "Why would people in a nursing home need like because they'd buy it in bulk?" That's
2: what I thought as well. And then I and then but is it? A, I think a, it's a village, an actual village retirement
1: village yeah, kind of scenario. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's was, a little bit different. So I was like thinking, um, I think. That's probably... (laughs) Pointless? Yeah. Yeah. Because that bite and bolt because nursing homes Mm -hmm. deal with a lot of poop every day. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I hear you, sister. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's probably like being a parent, isn't it? It's probably just like you get to a point where you bench button and you just re- regress back to like you know oh. needing a lot of lot of toilet paper.
2: Um, anyway- <laughs> you don't need much when you're a child. It just um, it's it's always okay captured.
1: Oh, so maybe maybe adult diapers are going to be the next thing that run out. But anyway, <laughs> get, so what I was going to say was. I thought running out of tissues would make sense. You'd want to stock up on tissues Mm. because it's a virus that causes a bit of a snotty nose.
2: I know. And coughing. That's the other reason I bought some. like, surely you're going to need them. It's crazy. Because we were joking at work like, oh, so if we need – because we all started talking about tissues. What if you need tissues and they've run out of the – Thing. And I'm like, oh, I've got a whole lot of old Bryce's clothes that he doesn't use anymore. I could just tear more handies, make hankies, mm-hmm. just blow in it and throw it out. Yeah. You,
3: you had a point about uh, like you know people. Are, oh, I can't get toilet paper, so I'll buy tissues or I'll buy uh, paper towel, which is also stuff that's getting run out as well. Uh, just a, a you know public service announcement: don't flush that stuff down the toilet because mm. the only thing that's made to be flushed down the toilet is toilet, toilet paper. paper. Mm. Like even when it says the the flushable wipes. Don't flush those things because they won't flush because they're lying to you.
2: It says dispense, doesn't it? Say it disperses. It doesn't. It, yeah. It, it's, it's well, it's, it
3: does
1: to a certain degree, but it does create blockages further down the line. Yeah, because it gets
3: it gets uh, mixed up with um, fats and stuff like that. That's also going into the toilet, mm. and then it causes what these-
2: fats go into the toilet. Oh no! Really? Oh, okay, <laughs> not to, Sorry. Let's not.
3: Sorry. Let's not deconstruct it. But, I uh, thought
2: someone was like pouring like oil that they'd used to in the deep fryer down the you're toilet. Like and like, fish and
3: chips. Who are these
2: st- bastards <laughs> who are pouring that stuff down the yeah. toilet? But you get. You get these <gasps> oh no! You're know the worst I'm fact that I heard the
1: other day. And this isn't something that I heard firsthand. It came secondhand, but from two of my colleagues. They came in, they've been both listening to the radio, and there was something about people peeing in the shower. And apparently, one in 10 people poo in the shower. What? what? I know.
2: I was like, I was. That's, that has to be a lie. Yeah, yeah no, it's, in,
3: it has to it be. Two and ten, possibly. I mean, I've met people, you yeah, know, they're pretty <laughs> Who gross. would admit to doing that? <laughs> no and idea. then
2: you think about the, like, you've got to push it. Oh, I know, that's where uh, we got to.
3: And we were just like,
1: ah! Who would do that? And then if people do that, then they do it in hotels and I might just oh. have to never go anywhere ever again. This is why
2: I don't have a bath at a hotel because I don't think they have time to clean those baths properly and God knows what goes on in there. So, look on your face, you look so disgusted. Well, I've been to like hotels before and I'm like, that's definitely a pubic hair. I'm not having a bath in there. <laughs> Somebody you just whip pubic out hair. this
0: like ultra light, ultra <laughs> oh, light,
2: ultraviolet. Oh
3: don't know.
0: I know, don't, don't
2: do that. No, You'll no. never stay anywhere. <laughs> You'll never sleep ever again. <laughs> oh Lord. Ugh, yuck, hotels.
1: Yeah, hotels are gross. Um But they make them look nice and clean most of the time. They do,
2: but I'm positive they don't have... Enough time to clean. Yeah, yeah. But if, like, if you if you if you if you if you,
3: if you, if you, uh, if you go into the hotel thinking like that, you will never leave your house. You'll, you'll become yeah. you know, was it agrophobic, where you don't agoraphobic, where you don't, agor- mm-hmm. agor- 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 where you don't yeah. leave the house. So so you just got like, there's going to be some things you're going to come into contact with. Some things are dirty, and that's just the way life is. And it,
2: and it builds your immunity. Exactly, exactly.
3: Yeah. That's that's how I think about you most of the time. That's right. So you come <laughs> into contact with something that's very dirty every day. <laughs> uh, but the, but, Mostly but, your mind but, but back to back to the. The, the thing, don't flush those things out of the toilet because and, – and this isn't just because it'll screw up the, the infrastructure down the, the track. It'll screw up your – at home. Like, mm. at home, it'll block your pipes. It'll screw it up and it'll cost you a lot of money. And I say that because people, as long as it's off their property, they don't care. But on their property, you know, don't flush those things down the toilet. Mm.
2: Mm. On that note – Put them in the bin. Are we 15 minutes in? Yep. That's insanity. Well, I tried
1: to
3: guide you guys. I
2: tried did, my best. You did. Bench. You did. And then I thought
1: that was a beautiful segue. We'll was. just roll
3: into it mm-hmm. and then we fell off the wagon. We didn't talk about bodily functions. That has to be done every I, time. This is true. <laughs> um, like, have no, I sung yet? I did. I sang yeah, at you the start. Sang, yeah. um,
2: okay, so we've got that done. Mm-hmm. We've got bodily functions done. We've talked a little bit about the the bum. So we can move on to the actual show now. Oh, you did want to bring up the clitoris. so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we'll we'll leave it there. Um, but it is an amazing thing. It is. Um, so you are listening to Tangent City. We've got Lewis, Kat, Cecilia and myself, Rachel. And um, that's the intro done well done really do you know every time to we point? do the
0: intro and someone says this is lewis and cat and rachel and cecilia i always think of that scene in hot fuzz where he walks into the crime scene and he, <laughs> everyone's like hello there hello there i'm just like i feel like we should do that
2: do you guys know would what i'm you, referencing would you, would you like to do that now we we have lewis uh, hello and cat hello there <laughs> Cecilia. Hello there. <laughs> and me, Rachel. Hello there. <laughs> are,
1: are we good now? No. And I feel like we should maybe do like um, the version from Jojo Rabbit as no, well. No. <laughs> no. Not
2: do that version. No. <laughs>
1: I wasn't going to yeah, come and then on the, there's
2: also like the one from uh, The Meaning of Life where all the fish come into the thing yeah. morning morning morning. Morning, morning, mm-hmm. morning morning but it's not morning anymore so no, it's, that's I, problem. It's the
3: afternoon I, I, I went to the uh, EPW Wrestling last night and my, my mate Mark and I were talking about Jojo Rabbit beforehand saying what a good movie it was and loving that scene where Steve Merchant walks into the room mm. and they all do this uh, Heil Hitler thing and it was all very funny um, it's, it's, it's all context you know you've seen the movie before before you can play. Uh, but- <laughs> There's in the in EPW there's a, a group called the Children of Light and their their thing is they they hold their hand up and but their fingers are spread out like this and they were outside the the show before the show started and they were like trying to get everyone to do their their little hand gesture Ooh. and and I was like I say to Mark you can do it but you just got to make sure you spread those fingers as far as possible because <laughs> if you if they go together it just gets a bit looks that's the difference between okay dodgy as hell okay yeah. so
1: from my angle. <laughs> I couldn't see any difference. Oh, like, yeah. You, so, if someone's standing beside you at the right angle, they're not going to see think, any difference. Isn't
3: that the Isn't that the same uh, the same kind of thing that the um uh, what like yeah because you know, cause just
2: see saying- yeah but your thumbs out yeah the thumbs out
3: yeah thumbs out. So yeah, there you go. It's-
2: Either way, I it think it seems it's a bit risky think, in any. I think so, yeah. Yeah. but that's
3: I've seen Scott Morrison, uh, prime minister, in his uh, Hillsong church with his hand exactly. This is like why that. I
2: don't like him that he's a prime minister. Yeah, but he, he might, might have been raising his hand right no, up. No,
3: no, no. no. It, it was it was held. It was, it was, it was video. Like, it was like here, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. do the. Yeah, the, yeah they, that's how they do uh, their thing. because yeah. uh, like I think that's where the the children came from. The power of God compels you. Yeah. It's just
1: all a bit risky, yeah. isn't it?
2: Yeah. It is a bit. But
1: exactly You
2: can't even do the Vulcan thing, yeah. which is how you're supposed to be greeting people at the moment, so you don't like shake hands. No, you, you <laughs> do the foot
1: tap. Me and my boss did it the other day. Because we tap. had yeah, we had people come into the office and um they said uh, something about oh we won't shake hands, haha and we're like, No, no, you shake hands like Hong Kong and Wayne's like your daughter, yeah. <laughs> and
2: so we did the foot tap, like you ah, tap your foot together. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, it's I very to cool. That go. Yeah. Don't do it in high heels. Don't do it in high heels. Noted. So shall we move on to the actual topic of the day? (laughs) Oh, my God. I've been hanging out for this for the last
1: 20 minutes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you reckon people just tune out by now?
1: Nah. No, this is the stuff they tune in for. Once we talk
2: about going on topic, they're like, all right, Uh, I'm done. What's next? Click
1: next episode.
2: Happy International Women's Day, everyone. Yes. That's what we're talking about today. We
1: are. We're not celebrating it though, like they did on Deadpool. So you're safe, Lewis. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I've been
2: holding your timeline the whole time. We're all safe.
3: <laughs> That's why it's my favourite holiday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness oh. me! Um, so we thought we'd talk about um, awesome films about women you've got the Bechdel test there we've we've got a few things a few things up our sleeves got
0: women who work in film behind the camera in front of the camera um even women who write about films talk about films as we do Mm -hmm. so there's there's a lot of different angles you can approach the the subject of women that's indeed in, in film and yeah interesting but I think it might be a good good start to ask what does international women's day
2: mean to you um, it should be every day. Uh, no.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> what it's is kind it? of like does- Valentine's Day, isn't it? It's like one of those things where I think, you know, all people should be celebrated all the time, mm-hmm. but, um, but sometimes we just need a day I to remind. remind it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it sort of doesn't mean a whole lot to me because I get annoyed about the state of, um. Of gender equality every day so today is just a day to remind people you should be annoyed about it because there's stuff that still needs to progress Um, and it's a reminder for maybe companies to to do things to improve the standards for for the females that work for them maybe maybe give some more money or I don't know (laughs) what more money I don't know (laughs) I really don't know (laughs)
1: oh there's a whole raft of issues but um yeah yeah. no it's interesting I mean International Women's Day for me I didn't really know that it existed until I was in my current job I don't think it's probably been celebrated um particularly heavily and maybe it's the case for a lot of those kind of International Day of this that the other I think probably in the last probably 15 years would you agree that a lot of those things have sort of come in Mm. and are actually observed each Mm, year yeah
2: I think International Donut Day is quite a big one (laughs) yes definitely for the (laughs)
1: Krispy Kreme fans out there Liz oh yeah so for me um I started to recognize it when I'm working and so we have a lot to do with social community services and there's a annual fundraiser each year that's held it's a high tea um usually held at the Duxton Hotel and they raise money for funds for freedom which um is a cause that raises money so that women who are escaping domestic violence can buy things like like the big ticket items, mm. like a bed, yeah. um, a washing machine, a fridge, like those kind of things. It, it gives out grants for people to, to be able to buy those things once they've escaped that horrible relationship that they were in. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. So um, that's an annual fundraiser that um, we get involved with and that's what sort of marks International Women's Day for me. So it's quite good. We've had some really good speakers there as well. Um, and Ali was actually an interesting speaker to hear. I think it was two years ago. She's a politician. Oh, nice. And, it was, and yeah, so she was sort of spoke about her experience and probably like working in politics as well must be interesting because it's such a blokey environment traditionally. Mm. I think like there are more women coming into it, but I think only only Labour has a push to get that fifty fifty. Um, I don't think Liberals have a um, a policy around that
2: and i think despite that um females getting into politics there's still so much pressure for them to fit into a specific role so um you know when julia gillard became prime minister there was a lot of talk about um she's chosen a career over children well maybe she never wanted children and why does mm. having children make you a woman anyway that's it's that's just got nothing to do with things, and and then you've got Jacinta Dan in
1: New Zealand, mm. um, who has a kid when she's the prime minister. Which yeah, is freaking
3: spectacular. So
2: we we can multitask, and and the I think
3: our, women are actually better at multitasking than men are. Well, yeah, we are. That depends. No, who you I think are, it though, is a isn't a, a not, genetic?
2: I think thing? it's a personality thing mm. and a genetic thing and how you deal with stress and all that sort of stuff, but. Julia Gillard had to put up with so much crap about her weight, what Mm. she was wearing, her hair. Nobody talks about Scott Morrison's clothes or what his hair looks like or, you know. Not a lot of hair and
1: he wears the same suit every day.
2: Well, (laughs) I mean, honestly, they don't face the kind of criticism that yeah. females in politics do, especially like if the children, if the people decide to have children, the, the women decide to have a family, mm. um, they get asked the question, how are you going to um, juggle family and politics mm. No male politician gets asked that. Yeah. So it's... And yet you still getting more and more
1: men that are actually retiring from politics at the moment saying, I just want to spend some time with my kids. Yeah. Mm. And so it's kind of cool.
0: The red carpet though. Women are always asked, what are you wearing? Mm. What are you wearing? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, who cares? Like, you know, the men don't get asked that. I suppose they...
2: I understand why they're getting asked because I think some of the men are asked that question because the whole thing is to talk about what you're wearing because you're basically advertising... True. a designer mm. so they might want to talk about it but then there's um things like there's a, a famous video going around on Facebook it has been going around for a while of um ridiculous questions that get asked um to female stars like Scarlett Johansson got asked if she was wearing underwear when she was wearing the Black Widow um costume oh. it's like um are, are you going to ask the men that question mm-hmm. like That's what a ridiculous so question because and he's like oh because it's really tight and she's like well I'm just gonna leave it to your imagination and then you know they they do get asked yeah just ridiculous questions
1: no joke so but mm. the the thing with fashion I always find it really interesting so um going on a cruise like we are it's interesting seeing like how people talk about packing and stuff like that and women are like talking about like how many formal clothes do I have to bring and everything like that it's like you know what you're never going to see these people ever again why don't you just bring one dress and wear it and enjoy it and <laughs> just be done I think I've probably changed my opinion on like I my wardrobe has probably gotten a lot smaller over the years would you agree in terms of like I don't have to have an outfit for this that the other I wear the same thing to work day in day out I, I, I've I'm stopped caring about that Um, We don't have a uniform per se so it makes a bit awkward (laughs) but um, it's like there's this expectation and it's interesting watching some women conform to it that you can't be seen in the same outfit twice and or like you know too close together and that kind of thing you think you know what what a load of why are you doing that you're not on the red carpet you're not advertising dresses but it has an influence.
2: I'm advertising this dress because I feel like every time I see you, I wear it <laughs> because I just, I'm the same. I don't have a whole ton of clothes yeah. because a, I don't have the money to just go out and spend. And every time I go out and think, and think about buying something, I'm like, do I need this or do I just want it? Yeah. And the answer is I just want it. I don't actually need it. I don't go out that often. What, what, where am I ever going to wear this? And so I'm just like, nah, I don't need it. Yeah,
1: it's a good attitude to have and also creates less waste, so. Exactly. God, we've turned to a bunch of greenies, haven't we? I
3: <laughs> know. Oh, <laughs> I love I love uh, Laura Dern. There was uh, some photographs of her uh, wearing this same black dress mm. uh, over many, many years, and she still looks fantastic in it every every single time.
2: Jane Fonda's the same. Yeah. She's uh, at the Oscars recently has just reworn a dress. Um, Kate Middleton does it yeah, as well.
1: Jane Fonda has also said that she's now going to stop having plastic surgery. So... <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
1: As a role model.
2: I know, but you you've you've got to take the good bits. You can't just write somebody off because they, you don't agree with one part of their thing. You just just take the good bits you like and <laughs> ignore like the, the rest. Bible. Yeah, that's think, right. Yeah, Hang I, on, what what's the good bit about the Bible?
1: Um be good to your neighbors.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, don't the, yeah. cover your neighbor's ass. I think it's wife. Uh-oh, right, okay. Sorry.
3: <laughs> Sure there's something in there about a donkey, <sighs> <laughs> but uh yeah, no it's uh but it, it's interesting though I think women are like as far as clothes go the victim of the choice like there's way too much like your know, choice that you've got and they're kind of like go, no, you've got to have your little black dress and you've got to have your casual pants and you've got to have you know you've got to have all these things for, for for different occasions and stuff like that mm. uh, which is bollocks because like as men it's kind of like actually we men are on the other the other side of things we've got very little choice it's mm. kind of like man what are you gonna wear a polo shirt and jeans and a shirt oh i want to be casual a polo shirt how Oh, cool. It's just like, we've got so little. Every now and again, I'd like to rock out in a kilt. But, you know.
2: You can. There's nothing stopping you.
3: Yeah, you say that. But there's society, isn't there? Well,
2: well, actually, <laughs> there's not. If I saw a dude walking around in a kilt, I'd just go, what a fucking awesome dude he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you
3: didn't buy one while we were in Edinburgh. No, well, it was always more Scotland. Uh, but the, I, remember, I remember there was one time. I, saw, I know the virus might eat it. Was, it, was, Billy, Connolly <laughs> in, was Billy Connolly and Friends? Um, it was in some show where he was in the show, and he was always wearing a kilt. But his kilt got more dressy as the as the show went on. And uh, like, I can't... it's
2: ringing a bell, but it's not ringing enough of a bell for me to know mm. anything about it.
3: Yeah, I'm DB or something. Yeah, I don't know. It was, just, it was
2: just not just, important.
3: Just an aside. It's not gonna.
2: It's not gonna stop, uh, stop world hunger. I don't remember
1: about. him being in Friends, though.
2: No, I don't think mm. it was in Friends. I. I'm, yeah, I don't know what we. Anyway, so. Um, <laughs> I think we grew up in a a time where um you know, there were a lot of positive female role models on TV. Like we had Buffy, we had um Scully from the X-Files. And that was that was good for our 90s. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That was that was definitely a start, I but I think probably some of the other um characters in Buffy were probably more positive role models overall cuz Buffy was kind of wrought up with that like you know there was a lot of violence involved with it yeah. um her relationships and oh,
0: yeah she was your typical kind of blonde hair mm. not that that has anything to do with anything but that w- is kind of a stereotype yeah. too yeah,
1: yeah so she kicked butt but then she had these extremely violent relationships with both of her main pers- both her main like <laughs> main Angel, yeah, Angel and I Spike.
3: Know I mean you had uh Angel and the first time they had sex he went really bad because yeah. that broke his curse and he lost his soul. Uh it's, that was a really it was interesting because that's not an uncommon thing for people people when they like you know they're with someone and then they finally get what they want which is to have sex and then they kind of like lose interest so there was interesting that they did that but then you had spike on the other hand who hated buffy but then they got this love hate relationship thing going mm. uh so very and the
2: first time they had sex they destroyed a house
3: no they had sex before that didn't they
2: no that was destroying the house that was, was their first time i'm sh- oh, i'm okay. sure I remember that one. (laughs) But I have to admit, when I was watching Buffy, she was not my favourite cast member. Mm. Like, Willow was my favourite by far. Yeah, So, you know. But I think
3: most people relate to Willow more because she's kind of that that shy reserved you know but very powerful person mm. uh, but always holding back and i think that most people are like more like that than they are like you know buffy the person who's been given the power and knows she has the power mm. um and, and that's probably a thing is like you know a lot of women don't feel empowered in in life as well so and that was interesting about uh, willow as well how she developed over the course of the series mm. and became the most powerful character in the show
0: yeah, she did develop more mm. than quite a lot of the other characters mm. in terms of her sexuality as well, because she was in a relationship with um, men, but then also women. Mm. Yeah, so, true. You know, and was that one of the first who, lesbian who was relation- in a relationship
2: with women as well? Buffy? No, no. no. Um, oh, Willow. Sorry, wasn't
0: she one of the first lesbian relationships on TV? I feel like that—that's a thing.
3: Oh, I'm not sure. Might have, might have been oh, i uh, one of the first. Yeah.
2: Let's just say one of the yeah. first. One yeah.
1: of the first. Oh, definitely for that period mm. I yeah. think that there was a lack of was homosexuality um was there something someone was gay in Melrose Place? No, not Melrose Place. Um Dawson's Creek. Oh
0: yeah, you might oh, be the brother. Right.
2: Yeah, you yeah. Might be um, right.
1: Pacey's no um, Pacey's not, girlfriend's brother. Yeah. Jack.
2: Him? Yes, Jack. Wow. Yeah. Mm. that was a
1: long way to get there. I know. <laughs> But we got there in the I end. I remember
2: him too. He was quite good looking and he, he reminded me of my neighbor. So I used to look at my neighbor <laughs> when he was washing his car. And... Uh, anyway. He was washing his car. Because he was obsessed with his car and so oh, he cute. would often be out there washing his car. Um, but anyway. So the Bechdel
1: test. Mm. I mean, we all know what it is, but maybe like just so everyone knows what it is, shall we Shall we go into what it is? Sure. Okay. So there's three criteria that um, a movie has to pass in order to pass the Bechdel test. Um, and so it has to have at least two women in it who talk to each other, so that's two, and it has to be about something besides a man. So they can't just be talking about boys. Um, And so The Test was popularized by Alison Bechdel and she did a comic called Dykes to Watch Out For in 1985. So it's very interesting. But what's really interesting, if you go to BechdelTest.com, you can see all of the movies across all of time and how many got that little green tick? Not many of them. The first one was in... 1899, which kind of surprised me that anything would at that stage because I didn't think that any movies had talking in them at that time. <laughs> but apparently, I was wrong. Um, Lou, you'll probably like this one. The title was Cinderella.
3: Oh, really? That's I'm guessing it wasn't
1: Disney Cinderella, but it was Cinderella. Which year? Um, 1899. 1899.
3: Correct. My goodness, that's a long time ago.
1: And so, as you go scrolling up through that was the where years, my grandma was born. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, your dad's mum. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, she wasn't that old, was yeah. she? <laughs> um, but as you go scrolling up through the years, you go to 1910, and that's where you see your next one, and then you sort of see a smattering of ticks as you go through. That's really impressive that,
3: like 1899 was the the, the first one. Um, Which you, you think though, because when you think about it, Cinderella is the the stepmom and the two ugly sisters, mm. the uh, the. Um, the fairy godmother and cinderella so there would be a lot of talking about you know things other than men in it's it's film. still
2: even though it passes the Bechtel test it's not really a shining example of strong females no, is it but no. it
1: just it passes the test yeah But then you get to 1981 where we were born and it kind of gets to the 50-50 point where about half of the movies are starting to pass the Bechdel test.
2: That's actually a lot more than I thought. For some reason I thought it would be a lot less than that.
1: So did I. I was actually quite – I just stopped at that point because, like, obviously the year caught my eye because, you know, good vintage and everything. (laughs) (laughs) But there's, you know, there was some years that were better than others. Um, I mean, there's some years where you just see way too much red in the ledger way too much like 76 wasn't really a great year and
2: and movies that you love probably i don't know if star wars passed of course not i mean like you look at star wars the original one
3: yeah yeah. how many female characters are in the first star wars film
2: yeah but then i think forwards to rogue one i know there's a really strong female Mm. character in that but i don't know if it passes because i don't know that there's any other female character that she talks to
3: yeah, I don't think directly, like in the same... No, cause I know, so therefore
2: I don't think it passes. Because Mon
3: Mothma's in there, but I don't know if they, uh, if they, like, is it... I don't think, did they, I don't know, I don't
1: know that they interact though in
2: Rogue One. I can't remember. Yeah. What year was Rogue One? Uh, no idea. 16? Or 17? Uh, oh, no, mm. yeah, 2016, mm. November, I remember. Oh, wow. Because it was one of the first movies I went back. I saw after having Bryce. Right. Ah, cool. I love yes. those little,
1: like, time things. You're like, I was doing this at the time. Uh, Rogue I was One, not
2: sleeping at the time. <laughs> Rogue One passed. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. yeah. oh, okay. That's that's good to know.
1: Interestingly, can like, you remember that animated movie Sausage Party? Yeah. Oh, it too passed. Oh. <laughs> well, that, time, that's that was I know. I think that's quite felt. cute. That was terrible. But oh, it's, no, it's was quite crazy. interesting yeah. just going back and looking <laughs> at, like, these movies and – one, like seeing how big the lists grow over the years, like the amount of movies that get released now as opposed to back then, mm. it's just like, it's amazing. It's phenomenal. Yeah, so definitely recommend having a bit of a scroll through there and just getting a bit of a feel for the movies that um that don't actually make it.
2: Yeah, I think some of the the favourites probably wouldn't be up there.
1: No, like Honey Boy didn't pass.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's sort of a story that's not got any female characters yeah. in it anyway. Um, so some of them are going to be hard to pass the test. But I'm I'm thinking about like searching for some of my favourite films of all time like Jaws or basically all the Spielberg films. Mm, yeah. And it would be interesting to see if any of the Spielberg films actually passed. I've got a weird feeling
1: but, that I don't – was there something that we looked at when we were – I think we looked at the Bechdel test with a couple of the directors to see oh, how, what their what their pass rate was.
2: Mm, we probably did look at it for mm. um, Spielberg. Does anyone have the year for Jaws? I can have a look at that. 1976.
1: Really? Was it your year, Lou?
2: Um, I don't – I can't remember. I wasn't – I at. am probably wrong. I, I I like to just throw Yesterday these didn't pass. No, there, there's a lot that probably – 1975, I was close. Mm.
3: Oh, well done. That's why I don't remember. I wasn't alive. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, goodness. So I
0: can see on your little list here you've a, put
2: Scream,
0: which uh, is – I did
2: put Scream. A
0: bit of an outstanding oh, Jaws one. Because Jaws passed. That also passes the Bechdel test. Does it? It does. Mm. It's good.
3: How yeah. long do they have to speak?
1: Did you say in, like? Uh, they just have to be two named characters mm. in the movie that speak about anything other than boys. And
3: there's no time limit on it at all. No. Oh, okay. So hi, it nice. how are be, you? I'm good. Does that is yes. that count? Does that count? Apparently, does that, it does. Oh, that's 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 naff.
1: I know, so yeah. it's not. Yeah, I always thought it had to be a meaningful mm. conversation. It's but not the it's- be
2: all and end all of of um you know whether films are doing the right thing by females by any ch- choice. But, they but they it's definitely talk- interesting to look at.
1: They have to talk to each other about something. Other than uh, so uh, yes. how high you probably wouldn't pass. But yeah. um, hey, what did you do the other day? Mm-hmm. And having a like a com- they have to talk to each other about something. Yeah, and
2: so, yeah. it can't be uh, what did you do the other day? I fucked a dude because yeah. <laughs> that won't pass fail just fail the test (laughs) (laughs)
0: you'll fail sorry the screen's a funny one because sydney prescott the main character talks to her best friend about other things other than boys but she also talks to gail the um journalist about murder Mm. so ah. you know murder is, is not about boys so unless
1: yeah. you're talking about murdering boys
0: exactly <laughs> but in this case they make no assumption that the killer is a male because there's that scene uh. where they're like oh how do we know it's a man so that's an interesting one, well because
1: in one, future screens, i've never seen it it's, <laughs> i never will
2: oh, yeah. really yeah. Come it's not on. even that scary yeah. it's we can like sit, a classic we can sit down with you and watch it with you and hold your hand we, should. Have, one on side. we should have a
0: screen <laughs> marathon
2: no, not a marathon. Just the first one. Come on, let's not be silly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe maybe the, the, the first in. and second, or maybe we do scream and then um, I know we did last summer. That
3: marathon. sounds really scary.
0: I think it would be fun. <laughs> then we
3: can watch a scary movie and then yeah, make fun and then, fun then of- make fun of it all. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all right. I, mean, I
0: had a scary movie marathon uh, the public holiday that was last weekend. Yeah, uh, just one, two, and three though, because uh, no one likes the others.
2: Well, so I've, I i not got to episode twelve. <laughs> I don't know if I even saw the third one.
0: I liked the third one. It's funny. It rips off the ring and signs primarily. Oh, you're talking
2: about scary movie. I thought you were talking yeah. about Scream. Oh, I no, definitely only movie. first saw the first scary movie because I was like, this is crap. <laughs> I need to take my eyeballs off and, and wash them and then put them back in again. Because isn't there, like, a scene with a guy with a weird hand? And...
0: Yeah, my strong hand. It's so, I mean, it's fun. You can tell
2: she's seen
1: it.
0: Well, see, I have friends who love it as much as oh, I do. Gosh. So when, when we watch it together, it's more fun because we'll start quoting the film. Yeah. Um, so that's quite funny. I mean, the third one rips off 8 Mile as well. You've got this farmer who wants to be a rapper. Oh, <laughs> no. It's quite funny. There's this scene where he finishes his rap, but he's wearing this white hoodie, and um, he kind of throws his head down in the, in the white hood. <laughs> <laughs> comes up and he's in a room full of um, you know African-American people but it kind of looks like oh no got, like, like a click yeah, so, thing. yeah oh. and then he starts throwing his hands in the air <laughs> and then you know, makes it a lot worse but um, it's quite funny if you like that kind of thing parody which, films
3: have kind of gone away haven't they
0: yeah it's yeah. an interesting thing there was um, a huge flux of them for a long time mm. and then yeah they just slowly dissipated but that's a yeah. good thing
2: I don't think they were all that good
3: yeah some were better than others <laughs>
2: Oh. I love a good parody,
3: but the, it's good. It's the, getting back to the, the the point of it, like International Women's Day is. It's such an important thing because I mean, you, you look back in in history and the things that women have had to fight for. Um, you know. In the last, you know, century, the the right to vote. Mm. I mean, that was not something that was just given. That was something that you know, women you know fought for. And uh, um, it was you, you look. I mean, there's still parts of the world today where women don't have the vote. So mm. um, certainly, the, the, those things to get fought for. Uh, women. We, we
2: weren't allowed to do lots of things, like ride a bike, just in case our uterus fell out. Yes, I
1: know. And, and you know what? Every time I U- get on a bike, <laughs> <laughs> I just think I'm risking it.
2: You are risking it. Yeah.
1: Oh, this is such like polony that went Mm. on um yeah the the yeah hysteria with Mm. the uterus moving around the body just Mm -hmm. yeah well you
2: know what'll solve hysteria a hysterectomy well that too but also a little machine device do you remember seeing that vibrator movie movie. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that was like (laughs) oh i'm so hysterical i need a release i need to go and release my hysteria With this machine.
1: (laughs) That's crazy. But, like, I mean, we joked about it before about, you know, the discovery of the clitoris, but, like, maybe if men had discovered it a lot sooner, then they wouldn't have had that issue.
2: Well, it's such a huge organ. It's a lot bigger than, like, just the little tip thing.
3: Yeah. It just makes me wonder, though, like, husbands is going, yes, go to the doctor and have him deal with your hysteria. (laughs) It's like...
2: (laughs) Because I can't do my job.
3: Do you not
1: know what the doctor's doing when you go to the doctor? They probably didn't speak about it. Oh, my God. Well, I
2: think the doctors didn't realise that women could have an orgasm. So they didn't realise what was going on either.
1: They're probably just like, oh, this woman's acting hysterically as I apply this vibrator to her genitals. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, this but, hysterical... But, re- get that hysteria out of you. Yes, <laughs> that's right. The, Lots of moans and screams. Go for it.
3: If I remember the movie rightly, they invent the the vibrator because their hands get too sore. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, it manually.
2: Yes, that's right. I remember <laughs> so, that
3: now. It, so they, they got RSI uh, from... <laughs> from rubbing these women off, like, on an hourly basis. And they go, oh, I don't know how we're going to deal with this. This is terrible. These women, like, come in here and we have to, like, deal with their hysteria. Oh, and now we go, come up with this, this thing that vibrates. And it's like, just really, guys? Yeah, then,
2: <laughs> It was pretty funny.
3: Oh, yeah. It's, it's very, it's, it's just ridiculously funny. It's just because it's, it's so stupid. It's just like... Ah, you didn't know what you're doing. Ah, oh, so very dear. strange. Well, they didn't know what they weren't doing. Yes, exactly, exactly. Mm.
2: <laughs> it's <sighs> it struck me the other day how much I still think about how vulnerable I am as a female. The things that men don't have to think about. Like I caught the train um, to Leaderville to see a movie, mm. and on my way back on the train, when I got off the train, I had to remember to be quite wary of my surroundings. Um, you know, make sure I got my key out. Maybe maybe I'm too, um, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm too anxious. But I, I find, you know, all of those things you sort of have to think about as a female, there's things that guys don't really think about, like walking by yourself at night. Like I saw a woman walking home from the train station. It was like almost 10 o'clock. Mm. And I was like, oh, I feel like saying, do you want a lift? I, I feel uncomfortable females walking by themselves at night. And I don't know if that's like because of the, the Claremont serial killer thing because I grew up in that time where that happened and so walking alone as a female at night became something to be very scared of. Is it just me?
0: No, I've seen too many horror films, so I am always scared <clears throat> that some f- ma- f- like masked killer is going to appear and you know slaughter what me.
2: What? You know what so. just popped into my head? <laughs> Detroit Rock City, when they're driving along. <gasps> oh, Dude, yeah. that's the start of a horror movie. Dude, that's the start of, of a, a porno. porno.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good film. But that's, that's right. No, I do too. I often find myself clenching my keys. Uh, between my fingers, just because if I'm alone and it's mm-hmm. dark and I'm mm. walking, yeah, just because I'm like,
2: oh, is someone going to jump out. But yeah, it's interesting. maybe if I
1: was in a weird place, but I, yeah, I don't. Mm. I,
2: I mean, the likelihood of it happening is is relatively rare. Mm. Um, but I don't know. It's just something I've grown up with. hm, mm. So yeah,
1: no, it's weird because like I mean, the whole Claremont serial killer thing was a really full-on thing. So I think it was around the time we were getting towards the end of high school. Mm. Um, I was hearing some freaking horrific things because my friend went to Iona Mm. and so they were getting all these talks about, you know, who was getting targeted and why, you know, and the theories. Like the police were coming out and telling them basically we think it's someone who's got something against girls who go to Iona. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my God. God. Because they all went there. Did they all go there? I'm pretty sure. But I think it's probably just a coincidence that they all – Went. They all lived around that area probably and all went to that nightclub because that was popular with that set.
2: Well, Sarah lived um, – she was from down south and she boarded at Iona, Mm. but I don't know about the other two. I'm
1: pretty sure they did. But And it's just one of those things that, I don't know, maybe as I get older I'm just a little bit more – not complacent, but like if something's going to happen, something's going to happen. I'm not going to get myself all pent up every time I go out in the dark. I mean, there's risks that you can avoid. I agree with that. But, you know, I'm not going to, you know, get off the bus when I come home at 10 o'clock at night and be worried about walking around the corner, oh, like, you know, and that yeah. kind of thing. I'm just like,
3: and I think, the and
1: other- train stations and stuff like that have all got security mm. cameras and yeah, they've actually yeah. got staff mm. on site. So you think, well, probably don't need to be worried there. Mm. I mean, it's about mitigating risks.
3: Yeah. that's. I mean, just don't go to, like, you know, dodgy places and walk down dark alleys and yeah. uh, just to avoid those kind of, kind of places. Um, but that, that's, Or, like, you know, go walking into, like, you know, the
1: wrong places in San Francisco because you want to go to a comic book shop and then end up just going, oh, God, here we go. <laughs>
2: Was that near hype? Hate Ashbury. Hey. Was it in Hate Ashbury? Uh, uh
1: yeah. Ten, yeah,
3: yeah. It was. Uh, no, no, it wasn't Tenderloin. It wasn't we Tenderloin? didn't no. walk through no. Tenderloin.
1: But it was. to uh, avoid that one. And I yeah. was just like going, "Oh, we are not in a good place." But the dudes that were out and about, like, seemed alright. So yeah. we we're like, oh, "Well, just walk along, but- do our thing, have a conversation, and yeah. um, try and get Lewis through this because <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that was probably
3: going to freak out." <laughs> what? <Well>, it was fine. <laughs> we? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Like. You're more like, what the hell are we doing here? Oh my God, we're in the wrong (laughs) part of town. Jesus Christ, let's get out of here.
1: No, I wasn't like that. I was yeah. just like, well, we're already walking yeah. through here. might as well just keep walking.
2: Chris yeah. and I went to – um, we went to a marketplace that you had in, in France or in, near Paris that you had to catch a train to and it was quite a ways away and you hit, we heard a lot about this market. But when we got off the train, we're like, wow, this is the dodgiest place we could ever be. Mm. <laughs> so it was like you, you don't know. If you don't live there, you no. don't know. Yeah. Th- those are the places to avoid. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> I reckon, though, like my dad's kind of like Liam Neeson, so I would just phone him if anything were to happen and like, I'm being taken, Dad, and my dad would just come after whoever takes me. I have a
1: special set of skills.
0: Yeah, It's I so easy weird. when you're getting
2: kidnapped to, like, pick your phone up. up. Hi. Hi. Don't, <laughs> just, just bear with me for a second. I need to call my dad.
1: I always thought about what I'd do if my bag got snatched because, like, usually there's something in my bag that like i need so just be like excuse me i just need my tablets that's all i need and then you can take the rest yeah yeah
2: exactly (laughs) that's true but mine's my phone they can take everybody everything else just don't take my phone they probably
1: want your phone though i know but it's weird because i think it's pointless stealing phones these days because they're bricked pretty much as soon as like you can't do anything Mm. if you don't know that passcode
2: no yeah it's stupid Mm. isn't
0: it but um there was a film a few years ago (laughs) completely off topic um 2015 suffragette did Anyone see this film with Carrie Mulligan? Yeah. Kind of. Well, I mean, it, it kind of looked at the, you know, equality and the right to vote, which mm. was an interesting film because I don't think women got the right until the 60s. What? Um, Is that, am I thinking correctly? Different, different or I- countries got New
2: different rights. Sorry,
0: New Zealand. New was Zealand was, was like
1: first. 1901. And I think. I think um, South Australia actually led the charge. Mm in australia but i think that that was close i think it was 1908 um maybe i should m- google it
0: see i honestly swear that film said it was a lot later but i might be referring it wasn't the
1: 60s um, um you probably
0: there's, there's
1: you know, oh. you've got my disease yeah, i'm not talking I to the can't microphone
0: because the last time i moved it like it fell so <laughs> it toppled it oh went. so i try not to touch it
1: you're hilarious
0: um But I think there's a lot of good films out there, like Hidden Figures. But there's other. Yeah, Hidden
1: Figures was an amazing one for me because it didn't just show the inequality for women. Yeah. It showed the inequality that black women were facing at that time, which was huge. Like that, the, the, having to like go, oh, I'm working hard. I need to go pee. Mm. And I have to walk down to another building until someone saw what was going on and said, this is ridiculous, just go to that bathroom that's literally across the hall. Yeah,
0: sorry, so it's Switzerland didn't get the right to vote until 1971. Yeah. So there were oh, some right. countries.
2: I saw yeah. it with you and we were, mm. like, yeah. mm. just amazed that it took that long. Um, it seems so bizarre, doesn't it? 1971. Mm. It's really not that far. It's almost in your lifetime, Lewis. It is.
1: It's- and I just wonder because I th- always thought that a lot of those Scandinavian countries were quite mm. progressive. Mm. But
2: although Switzerland
0: isn't technically Scandinavian. Oh no,
1: sorry. Yeah, sorry, but. Sweden, sorry. No,
0: no, you're right. I don't actually I mean Sweden could be the same. I don't know when. they're all the
1: same. No, I think that <laughs> they? Oh, they both start who, with an
0: Someone who is from Scandinavia <laughs> is listening right now. Right? Uh, I know. Not one happy. Know. <laughs> but um the other interesting thing is we seen Dark Waters uh, a couple of weeks ago and Rob Billet is a very prolific Uh, lawyer who did amazing things and briefly his wife is kind of in the background who put up with this for like many many years and it's like what about
2: the women behind the men you know what that i didn't get to see all of that film but the one thing i did see was her serving up dinner for him Mm. and i was like how much spaghetti do you need to put on the plate that's the most did you did anybody else see that amount of spaghetti and think it was outrageous Okay, it was just me. Just been um, hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pasta. But, but, yeah,
0: there's lots of films like that where you kind of get a glimpse at just, yeah, you don't get to see the the women oh, behind the men. That movie we watched,
2: Sberge? Oh, Sberg. Yeah, yeah or where the FBI's wife was um, studying to be a doctor and all the ladies were like, oh, once you have kids, that's just not going to happen. Mm. And they also were like, a doctor, really? What about a nurse? Yeah. Like it, it's Crazy.
1: What was the movie, the uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's movie? What was that one? No, oh, I didn't see oh, that. Sorry, no, yeah. Oh, did you not see the movie? Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't st- see that. Darning. But- Just the bull crap. Like they have a dinner for all of the women who are accepted into the law program and they basically sit them down and they say, right, round the room, tell us why you're here and why... You've basically taken the place of a man. Mm. It's just like,
2: what the hell? On the basis of sex. On the basis of sex. I know this whole episode is a little bit of a soapbox, (laughs) but the thing that I get most annoyed about is how um, still women seem to be put into this hole that, um, your uterus and what it can do basically is what makes you a female or a successful lady. And, or uh, because that's the amount of times that we got questioned about when are you having kids, you're getting too old. Like, what if we didn't want to have kids? And now I'm getting the questions of, are you going to give Bryce a, a brother or sister? And I'm like, oh, I don't Who's know. Who's
3: asking these questions? Tell them Lots to shut up. Lots
2: of people ask these questions, and I'm at. I just keep saying to them, "Oh, we're pretty happy with one." And they're like, "I had somebody actually say to me, that's really selfish because, um, you know, he's he's going to grow up without a brother or sister.'" Oh my God. And I felt like saying to them guess what? I got postnatal depression so bad that I thought about killing myself, so I think it's probably a problem if I go and have another one if my mental health is not sorted out, which I'm doing, so fuck you. <laughs> Did you say
3: that to them? Yeah, I was going to no. say like oh, either
1: be super honest with people, which is really fun, or throw out some bullshit. I know that um, like uh, there's a cousin out there who actually used to look people in the eye and say oh we've been trying now for the like the last two years and we just don't think it's going to happen so we're just going to give up I think Mm. or like just something that would really just like make people just back off or like do what I do if people ask me if I'm ever going to have kids or whether i like you know regret not having them it's like "Eh, nine times out of ten I forget to feed the dogs so you know we figure (laughs) it's probably better that we don't have a kid (laughs) or just like just be up like up outright with the truth it's just like actually yeah my ovaries stopped working while i was like 18 so <laughs> it's mm. not gonna happen mm. and people are like oh my god why <laughs> i was like <laughs>
2: it's none of your fucking business yeah. it's my uterus yeah i don't know guys why don't people get question those it. questions at all chris doesn't get them like that he doesn't get that are you gonna have another kid and then people are like oh you need to have them close together it's like <laughs> Why? No, even if I want another child, which, you know, maybe, but maybe not. We're sort of like just leaving it up to the gods, but it's none of your business. And also, like, if I had them close together, I probably would have, like, killed them both mm. because I needed to get my mental health in check. Yeah. And it was not in check. So what? that's a disservice to have an Isn't that selfish of me not to have, like, a child yes. when I'm not in the right mental headspace mm, yeah. instead of it's selfish of me not, to not have a child yeah. so that Bryce has someone to play with. I can't like believe- what a ridiculous thing to say. But I just can't believe people But people think- are stupid. You know that, right? I know that most of the time people are just trying to make conversation and a lot of the time because I say it to people, I'm like, oh, do you have kids? And I know it's one of the first things I ask because it's something I can relate to. So people yeah. are looking for something to relate to and to yeah talk yeah, and to that's why I don't about. generally so, take
1: offence to it when people are like going
2: oh so do you have kids? It's just like nah. <laughs> I take offence to the second question, which is like for you why? Mm. It's like well actually it's none of your business why I'm not having kids. And why do I have to explain my lifestyle to you and my choices to you? And it's the second question that I get, or the second comment: "You're getting old. Your ovaries are getting old. Selfish not to have another child." Mm-hmm. Like,
3: mm. I honestly can't believe people like can say that stuff to you. Like, how people are,
2: that I don't even know that well. Are they they are seriously so are they
3: acquaintances, friends, or some of
2: them are acquaintances. Yeah. Um, some of them um, uh, have been customers. Who have said that um they ask your age um because I, I understand like when i got pregnant i was classed as geriatric because by the time i had bryce i would have i was 35 so uh, once you're over 35 the hospital system calls you a geriatric mother it's like thanks mate i've got a couple of gray hairs but i don't have any gray hairs down there <laughs> so, um but i un- mother, I didn't know that oh uh, yeah i understand that technically Yes, my ovaries are older, so I am a geriatric mother and because of the extra, like, risks and blah, 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 blah. But geriatric, can you not just change that word? Mm. Yeah, I mean, just say at
0: risk or something, or, which is horrible. Yeah. But, I mean, they, me- medically they are. Yeah, just like high risk. risk. It's, it's yeah. true. It's but true. to say geriatric, just say maybe at risk or I
2: don't oh, know. Oh, they say that too. They say all sorts of things. That sounds horrible. It's just like,
3: yeah, they come, need to come up with a new vocabulary. It's just, yeah, very, very, very bad. I just can't believe, I'm just still flabbergasted that people actually just see this feel is like the stuff that, that you. To you. you yeah, you but people
2: just, see. like,
1: say comments all the time. So Without I was talking to a friend yesterday. She was somewhere where she didn't really know many people. She was um, sat down at the table. The guy sitting across from her said, because she had her baby in her arms, um, like, how old is it? And she said what age it was. And he said... Well, uh, like, what kind of baby is it? And in terms of, like, you know, like, (laughs) um, no, no, sorry, shits
2: and sleeps.
0: Is it a
1: good baby? And and so the response was, oh, I've been really lucky. She sleeps really well. It's it's like it's a really good experience. So he's asked the question. She's given a truthful answer, and is then told, "You should never ever say that." Mm. You should never say that because what if it was to someone who was having a really bad time with their baby? What? Why did you ask the fucking question? Like, People
2: say I, there is a lot of conversation about don't say it's a good or bad baby because babies are not good or bad. They're yeah, but just, he
1: actually phrased it as is—is is it a good baby? Mm. Like a good ba- Like so? Why, why jump on top of her yeah. as soon as
2: she answers the question? So and I mean, yeah. it's. The thing is I do understand that people are mostly just making conversation so I don't get too annoyed mm. but, you know, I, I do get annoyed if I don't know them very well and they talk about my age and mm. that it's selfish not to have another <laughs> I don't child. Know, it's, it's
1: like making comments like that is just absurd.
3: Mm. It's so weird because when people ask me, like people ask me, I've got kids, No. <laughs> That's it. And you get no follow-up questions. the end of the conversation. Do you have kids? No.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Because Chris and I, according to some people, waited a long time to have children. So I met him when I was 30. We got married when I was 31. Um, So, yeah, I wanted some time that was just with me and my husband. So, yeah, and they're like, oh, you're waiting. And it's like, Oh, I want to build a house, I want to travel to Europe. I'm not That's having children thing, unless like, I've gone to Europe. Like, I
1: think it's selfish that people have babies when they're not in a financially stable position. You're never gonna understand be, that. You're
2: never going to be financially ready. It just happens when it happens. So it's like people have kids. You can't tell someone you don't earn enough money to have a child.
1: No, but I think that people are being irresponsible if they seek to have a kid and they aren't financially able to look after it mm. like if they've sought to have the kid as opposed to oops i'm accidentally pregnant
2: yeah but it depends what you mean financially stable enough to handle a child
1: well it means like, like that you can
3: actually afford to have the kid mm.
2: like every a lot of people live week to week and that's just how it is i, I don't
3: yeah, but they can afford to have the, the child. It's like when people have children but they don't have, like, a job and they they can't, like, you know, bring that, that child up. So and- you're
2: saying if they're completely unemployed, they shouldn't be having
1: children? No, 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 there's not a criteria. It's just that general thing of people seeking to have kids because they feel like it's the thing that they need to do instead of going, okay, so maybe we'll get this straightened out first.
2: yeah. I see what you're saying. I think it's just difficult because people have come from different backgrounds and maybe they want a child because they feel like they need to pour their love into something or maybe they're desperate for love. There's lots of reasons why people have kids, but I think at the end of the day money is not the most important thing when the child comes into to the world anyway. Love is the most important thing. So as long as there's love in the house people are brought up in all sorts of poverty and they get through and they they do well. So um, I know what you're saying um, because we wanted to be financially stable before we had a child, but we've also got financial education whereas some people just don't have that financial education or they, they haven't come from the lifestyle that we've had where we've, yeah, I don't know. Everyone's come up from a different area, I guess.
3: Mm-hmm. But I guess it's a. We're see. privileged.
2: I think Chris and I are just privileged. We've had a really good education and
3: yeah. Yeah. Most people living, living in this country are very, very privileged. So, um, but yeah, it's it's just one of those things about like, yeah, you know, if you, you've got to make sure that you can, you know, afford to have a, a child and bring it up, you know, and make sure they've got a good life kind of thing. Cause that's kind of like if you don't have. The ability to bring up a child and and afford to have, bring it up properly is it that kind of selfish on the kid that you could, you can't do that?
2: Well, I think it depends what you mean though. Like mm. you know, the child can go to public. Primary school, they they don't need to have oh, the yeah, best no, no, no. of everything. Definitely I, definitely, I don't understand what you mean by not enough money.
1: We can't afford to clothe them or feed them.
2: Oh well, that's because there's kids that
1: can't <laughs> like go to school and they haven't had breakfast. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like this is what we're talking about. But yeah. I think
2: most of those people have come from a background where they don't have the kind of educational, financial education that we have. So you can't say you can't have children because not saying that. No, I know. The I comment know.
1: was. I think it's a little bit selfish. Like the only time I think it's really selfish is where people seek to have kids and they don't really have the the financial stability in order to be able to raise the kid. Mm. You know, there's reasons that there's foundations like the Smith family. Yeah. There's kids that literally go to school smelling because their school uniform has been washed or they yeah. haven't had breakfast or yeah. combinations thereof. So that's where I find it a yeah. little bit. Um, selfish. Fair
2: call. I was just trying
1: to say what you're doing is sensible because you want to get, you know, ducks in a row and then maybe look at having another kid and I le- if you bother at all because, look, let's face it, Bryce is a pretty freaking awesome kid. I know. What if the next one's shit and then you're just like, oh, maybe we, oh.
2: And all this pressure, like, why can't you be more like Bryce? Yeah. <laughs> well, it isn't guess- the first born
0: that kind of is seen to be the more intelligent, and
2: well, that's because you got time to spend time on them. Are I'm you like, the youngest? I'm the oldest. Oh, you the oldest. Oh, oh god, god. I'm the better, no, chi- I'm I, the better I can, child. I can see <laughs> what you mean because I'm like, oh, my brother is so much smarter than me, and he's he's so much better, and they love him more. I've got like the second child syndrome where they're just like, oh. You know you'll you'll be right playing on your own. The first child gets all the attention and all of the time spent with them. And the parents are just time poor when you have a second one. yeah, but the
1: the first one also gets all of the like pressure. well, no, not so much the pressure like, but you probably don't remember it necessarily as a kid when you're growing up, but you, you also get like the inexperienced parents. Yeah. So, <laughs> the they don't quite know how to do it. So some of the things they go a little bit over the top, mm. um, particularly with like discipline and stuff like that. I mean, I I think like as the eldest, I was probably more inclined to follow the rules because – I was like, I probably got them a little bit heavier. Yeah. But my sister was more inclined to not follow the rules because she's like, oh. Your parents are a bit more relaxed. Well, yeah. And plus, she knew that, like, if anything happened, generally speaking, I'd iron it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. As well.
0: Yeah. I noticed that growing up. Like, my mom and dad would be like, I'd be like, oh, can I go out and hang out at a friend's house? And it's like, no, it's too late. And then my brother would do it a couple of days later. And I was
2: like, well, what the hell? Like, <laughs> maybe that has more to do with the fact that um, you're a female. Ma- well, maybe, and that's an
0: interesting dynamic. Mm. Is that because my parents were more concerned about me as a female, uh, opposed to my brother who is a male? So I mean, yeah, that could be that could be very that could be I can't reasonable. help but
2: stereotype if I had a girl, I would probably be more concerned about her in, in different areas too. Mm. And but that is just the life we're living. True. Mm. unfortunately. I don't know. Equality
3: for all, I say. <laughs> that's right, and it's just got to keep keep fighting for it
0: fight the good fight yeah.
3: fight the good
2: fight <laughs> very buffy <laughs> <What>? <laughs> is that what she said and I, no, I
0: think know. there was
1: something about fighting the good fight in there
0: yeah that sounds like something she would say
1: cool so we'll catch you guys in about a fortnight
2: bye bye, bye. this podcast has been brought to you by the gentlemen of pop culture